Joining us in the studio is the general manager of the uh, Village at Blue, Blue Mountain Village. We say hello to Andrew Seward. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Very good. Happy New Year to you. Happy uh, New Year to you. First of I'm- all, a big congratulations on uh, uh, the Blumination uh, Dream Tour. That was amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're really proud of it. It was very successful, and we got a lot of great feedback on it. Um, you just just look up the hashtag Blumination on your, your choose your social media platform, and you'll see uh, how uh, great the response was. Uh, you know, that's got to be, I mean, I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, this has got to be a considerable financial. Uh, Financial investment. How do you how do you monetize that? How do you decide whether that investment made it? Um, it involves like like anything like this, a lot of pre planning. So mm. the plan for Blumination started over a year ago. Right. Um, we built the business model. We decided to do an engagement like this during a time of year where we knew that uh, sometimes it's not quite as busy. The beginning of the winter season. So we wanted to sort of elevate that portion of the year. Um, we put really good measures in place, including things like traffic counting. Right. And, you know, you create a, a nice a lodging package that you can measure. Uh, and then you you apply for some uh, provincial tourism funding to right. help okay. uh, make some investments. And uh, and then you, you execute uh, as well as you can, and then you, you can measure the results. So uh, it's all about planning. I mean, we're mm-hmm. already planning Blumination for 2019-20 sure. uh, with all of our partners. So, you know, I, it, it's a good example of where I think... Um, in order to be truly relevant to um, a tourism, um, in the tourism context and for guests, you have to be planning a year and more out mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you got to do more to, to wow a guest today than you did ever before. I know that along with uh, certainly the, you know, the economic development and the tourism and, and that, um, you also look on a broader picture more than just, you know, are we getting people into the village? Of You're course. looking at um, what your, your business is up there, their, their goals and their, their dreams are. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest challenges, of course, is, is staffing. We're hearing that uh, all, all over the place. Um, I know that you've been working with various levels of government and mm-hmm. certainly municipal government. The recent election, the, you know, the councils are sort of all now in place. How does it look for you this this time? Out? It's it's really it's really positive. Remember, um, the last time we had a good economic development discussion was just pre-election, and we talked about our Vision Twenty Twenty Five platform, and of course. Um, uh, Economic development, smart economic development, and labor supply were all a part of that. And, um, you know, it's really exciting because what the election, what the election showed was that most candidates, particularly in the town of Blue Mountains, all committed to attainable housing as part of their platforms. And most of the, the voters were very supportive of attainable housing. So we're at a point now where we've had uh, great results, political commitment. Uh, in fact, um, our new mayor, uh, Al Arsuever, as well as uh, uh, one of the new councillors, uh, Rob Sampson, uh, ran on a platform and, and actually launched a really compelling progressive approach to attainable housing. And since the election, they've now joined the board of the Attainable Housing Corporation. Nice. And they've been sort of committing very publicly that they want to get action. So that's exactly... That's a big change it's for huge. what you guys yeah. have been And there's so big potential with that. Mm. So um, we're really excited. But 2019... Uh, is going to be about us all um, taking the concepts and, and moving toward execution and getting the job done. So that's going to that's going to continue to be a focus for 2019. That's just the town of Blue Mountains, right? And then outside of there, the other municipalities also have work to do to get that commitment level sure. and a strategy. So we'll be supporting those in that direction as well. But when you have a mayor and, and councilor jump on board as as much as they have, that's going to spark interest everywhere else. Uh, political will and yeah. leadership always drive. 
One of the other issues along with housing is transportation. And you guys have been working very hard uh, in the same sort of zones on For that. sure. And, you know, this is a really exciting um a thing to talk about because we've, we've we're in the middle of a of a pilot a test pilot to expand transit hours. We're six months in, and all of the targets that were set have been exceeded by really good numbers. Those will be presented very soon. Um, I'll give you a quick example: the Town of Blue Mountains link. Uh, the projected uh, or the target was 50% growth, and we've exceeded that in terms of ridership. Wow! So you know it's a really good example of where the 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 levels of or the Local governments, Wasaga Beach, Collingwood, Town of Blue Mountains, have all come together to elevate the service for our local residents, and it's delivering results. So, you know, when you build it right and you calibrate it to the needs, you see usage, and it's making a really positive impact on workers. Mm -hmm. It's giving people more options for employment, and also for local residents, it's giving people... Uh, transportation options. Uh, so now people are considering taking the bus instead of driving because right. they can avoid parking, yep. they can avoid congestion, and just think about the measures on uh, reduced greenhouse gases, right? Yes. So this is a really progressive example of where by all of our regional players coming together and working together, uh, this task force is led by Martin Ridlow in the town of uh, Collingwood and many other players that are a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting really good results and not just for one need, multiple needs. Right. So that kind of accelerative um, mindset n- needs to continue. Now, the pilot uh, is currently funded till the end of March and the numbers look good. But going forward in this year, we need to look at continuing this mindset on innovation around investment and keeping it going. And, uh, and you know, I, I hear a lot from uh, local residents who are concerned about things like traffic and parking. Yeah. And, and we've already put solutions in place to help. So I think that's really exciting. Everyone involved should be really proud of themselves. And and our local community members, you now have more options for transportation. That's a huge win. Uh, that is fantastic. Congratulations on all your efforts. And uh, and uh, can't wait to see how the next six months roll yeah, for you. Yeah, us too. Um, in terms of uh, all these new um, in the new municipal governments, one of their first biggest, uh, certainly the biggest panic right now, <laughs> is uh, cannabis retail legislation, uh, whether the communities are going to opt in or opt out. Uh, is the uh, Blue Mountain Village Association weighing in on this? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's a, it's a challenge because the municipal governments were forced very, in a very short time frame to make some decisions that they hadn't expected to be making. It because wasn't their was, idea. <laughs> it wasn't their idea. I mean, first the the federal government legalized, then the provinces uh, went, went forward and legalized, mm-hmm. but then the rules of the game changed very quickly with the new uh, provincial government. Yep. So um, the the municipal governments are now having to react and make some decisions. My biggest concern at this point, well, first let me start with the positives. Yep. So some of our local municipalities have done a good job of community consultation and putting surveys out. Sure. They're easy to do, they're quick, and they're getting good feedback yep. from uh, a, a good portion of the, res- of the community, which is good. On the flip side and on the risk side, I think, um, we also have to make sure we do a good amount of research and understanding on the potential business impact. So if too restrictive of policies are implemented, either for retailing or for use in public, there could be unintended consequences. I'll give you two examples. Example number one, 
if you live in a municipality where um, there's more restrictive policies enacted by the town, uh, and let's say you are a, a cannabis user, whether it's medicinal or, or what, whatever, recreational, sure. you might decide you're going to have to go to your neighboring municipality to buy your cannabis at retail. Brick-and-mortar retail offers good service, good mm-hmm. support. So, you know, some municipalities that have opted out, their, their residents are going to be traveling to other municipalities potentially to shop and it, dine. And if they're shopping, they're going to shop. Exactly. So that's something I think people should, uh, I, don't, I don't believe it's the sole decision maker, but it needs to be a factor. Um, another one would be uh, tourism. I was going to say. Yeah. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that we understand the risks of a restrictive policy. What happens if that deters tourists from coming and they choose a different destination yeah. and uh it's i don't think it's good enough to just throw some big numbers out there i think what what municipalities need to do is really understand and ensure they're prepared for the risk if they lose visitors mm-hmm. so you know for me it's not about um uh either or or extremes or or fear-mongering to me it's about let's really assess all of the dynamics as best we can and take the time to do it um you know what I think cannabis is teaching us all is that there is more volatility in our communities than ever before, and mm-hmm. things are changing more rapidly. Right. I mean, we see that at a global level, we see that at a national level, and at a, at a local level. And today, I think municipalities, business leaders, we need to be thinking about the here and now, but we need to have our tentacles out uh, and have multiple scenarios in place for when things change. And I don't know that we're all ready for that yet. Mm. So, you know, when I look ahead to 2019, business readiness, doing your homework, really good research, talking about all sides, taking a 365 degree view is going to be more important than ever. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. It uh, sounds like there's interesting times for Blue Mountain Village over 2019. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great year. Thank um, you so much for taking the time to join us and coming in. Uh, what's coming up next uh, for, for Blue Mountain? Well, we have the World Cup ski event coming yes. up uh, January 24th, 25th. So when I heard your weather report, I was I had an opposite view. I was <laughs> really thrilled to see all this snow. Um, so that's a big one that's coming up. Everyone in the community can, can really enjoy. Um, we have... Um, um, uh, LGBTQ uh, rainbow ski event coming right. at the end of March. That's really exciting. We're working with a small local community uh, task force to help us build it and, and make it great. So, uh, yeah, lots lots to come. Fantastic. If people have any questions from some of the uh, uh, political things we've talked about or, or just some of the things just generally about Blue Mountain Village, where should they go? At bluemountainvillage.ca. Uh, look us up. Give us a call. I'd happy to chat with anyone. Andrew Segura, thank you so much for joining us and talking to the Thanks. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Here's Alessia Cara on 95 on the Peak.